Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Good morning, Maranatha family. This is my second online message. Today, I want to boost your faith in God. Why? Because I realized last week that Christians around the world are so hungry for encouragement. Literally, many are living in fear. And we don't have to live in fear. Either you give in to faith or to fear. It is faith versus fear. If you hold on to faith, you'll be happy. If you surrender to fear, you'll be stressed and eventually get sick. So don't be a slave to fear. Let me render you a song. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. In the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, watching the news and monitoring the mortality rate is inevitable. It's unavoidable. And it truly adds to stress and fear to society. Now, the antidote to fear is faith in God's Word. See, the person ignorant of God's Word will surely panic in times of great shakings. But the Christian who is equipped with God's Word, don't panic. Because through the Word, the heart is filled with faith, hope, and love. So to combat fear, hopelessness, or despair, and anxiety, there are three things I want you to know, meditate, and remember. Number one, there is no father like our Heavenly Father. He is the best dad ever. A dad who will never fail to fulfill his promises. A dad who cares for our needs, about our feelings, when we're sad, when we're hurting. He's a God who cares about how we feel in time of distress. He never left our sight and He has no plan to abandon us. He is the faithful one. Psalms 27 verse 10 says, Though my father and mother forsake me, but the Lord will receive me. So meditate on God's faithfulness. He is the faithful one. And God's faithfulness is not false hope. Let me read to you Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9. It says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 13 says, If we are faithless, He remains faithful, for He cannot deny Himself. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 3, The Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Psalms 119 verse 90, Your faithfulness endures to all generations, including our generation, this generation. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9 says, God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Hebrews chapter 10, 23. 
Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. See, without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 22 to 23, it says, The Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceases, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. You see, we sing that. Even our very steps are ordered by our faithful Father. Like a father who walks alongside his son. So don't give in to fear. Let me read to you Psalms 37 verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed, nor his children begging for food or begging bread. There's a song by R.J. Stevens. Rejoice for the steps of a righteous man. They are ordered of God. They are ordered of God. Rejoice for the steps. Of a righteous man, they are ordered of God. In the time of trouble, God will uphold him, God will preserve him, God will sustain him. In the time of trouble, God will lift him up. So rejoice, your steps are ordered of God. So rejoice, your steps are ordered of God. So rejoice, your steps are ordered of God. Number two, reflect on how Jesus endured the cross and compare his sufferings to your present sufferings. Let me read to you Hebrews 12:3. It says, Consider him, Jesus, who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So you will not lose heart. In other words, meditate on what Jesus did in the cross, especially on his patience under suffering so that you may be strengthened in following his example. Imagine the sufferings of Jesus when he went through the cross and compare his sufferings to your present sufferings. What is the outcome if we compare the Lord's adversity to ours today? What do you think? The more we contemplate on the crucifixion, the more we realize that our sufferings does not measure up. If we meditate on His sufferings, our present sufferings will start to shrink. It becomes smaller than it used to be. Fear, stress, anxiety decreases. It is reduced to something that you and I are able to handle. And also in the process we realize God, our Father, loves us that much that He was willing to give His Son to die in our place. Such love, 
empowers us to carry on. Being certain of His love for us gives us confidence and courage to overcome all obstacles in this life. Amen? Let's see what the scripture says about our present sufferings and future glory. Romans 8, 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Let me read that again. I consider that our present, the now sufferings, are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Verse 31, what then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? You see, God is on our side. Verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship, persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword or COVID-19? Verse 37 says, no. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through Christ, through Him who loved us. We are more than conquerors. He made us more than conquerors because Jesus conquered sin and death. He conquered them all for us. He did the work. All we need to do is believe in what He did for us. That's why we are more than conquerors today, knowing that He loves us. And Paul goes on to say in verse 38, he said, I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future. Again, neither the present nor the future nor any powers. Verse 39, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This passage reminds us of how wonderful our Heavenly Father is. There is no Father like our Heavenly Father. He loves us and He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He is our shield, He is our hope, and our promised victory. Number three, pray, worship God, change the spiritual atmosphere, and take comfort in His presence. The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. If your mind is clattered, you know, you're bothered by the cares of this world, you're bothered by the news, also by fake news in the internet, why not take a moment of silence before God? Just you and God alone. Be quiet with your heart calling to God, crying out to God, and let God take over the whole duration of your alone time with God. He will surely minister to you. So do it after this message, okay? What happens when we worship? When we worship God, we are spiritually at His throne room. We're not just singing in the air, but as we express our love and worship, He is there. He is present. He is in our midst. Psalms chapter 22 verse 3, it says, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. In other version, it says, But you are holy, you who inhabit the praises of Israel. God sits as king. He is enthroned in the praises 
of His people. So what happens when we worship? The spiritual climate will change. The atmosphere of love comes in and the atmosphere of fear lives. Because worship ushers in the felt presence of God. Now, I understand that when we got born again, the Holy Spirit lives in us. So the presence of God is in us. But I'm talking about the manifest presence, the felt presence of God. As we worship, we usher in the felt presence of God and we repel fear and darkness. There is no fellowship between the Holy God and the hordes of evil. So God's loving presence will drive away all doubts and fear. 1 John chapter 4.18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out all fear. In ISV it says, There is no fear where love exists. Rather, perfect love banishes fear. Because fear has to do with punishment, the Holy Spirit desires that we welcome Him, that we communicate. He is the most ignored person in the religious world, the Holy Spirit. But you see, the Holy Spirit represents the Father and the Son to us today. When we welcome Him, the Holy Spirit, we begin to see that God is much bigger than the pandemic problem of the world right now. And that apart from God, we cannot do anything. We can do nothing apart from Him. Let me read to you another scripture. Psalms 27, 4. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. For in the day of trouble, He will Keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon the rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. So what happens when we worship? We feel secured. For God's divine protection is always available for us and to everyone that seek His face. Those who dwell in the presence of the Lord and gaze upon the beauty of His holiness, they are kept safe, preserved in difficult times. Isn't that amazing? Let me suggest what you should do. Play praise and worship songs and sing along. You can use your phone to play your favorite worship songs. I don't know about you, but my favorite worship leader next to my wife is Paul Wilbur. Also, you can use Bluetooth speakers or a headphone so you won't disturb those who are sleeping, for example. So again, saturate your place with songs of worship. Fill your heart with songs of gladness and the spiritual atmosphere will change. The spirit of fear, the spirit of heaviness, the spirit of oppression that oppresses your soul will be lifted. Let me give you another scripture. 1 Samuel 16 verse 23. When David played the harp for King Saul, Saul would become well. Saul would feel better. And the spirit of distress, the tormenting spirits would depart 
from King Saul. 1 Samuel 16.23 So, when you sleep, you can play instrumental songs of worship. Set it on a minimal volume. It will keep your heart and your mind tuned to God. It will cause unclean spirits to flee, to leave, and you will have a sweet rest. And when you wake up the next day, you feel refreshed. Of course, you say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord. Patronize godly music. Songs that glorify God. Songs that welcomes the Holy Spirit. But if you keep on listening to ungodly music, you will be depressed. Ungodly songs, they don't have the mind of Christ, but are filled with nonsense and evil suggestions. So choose praise and worship songs every day. Make it a habit. When you're washing the dishes, doing laundry, watering the plants, cooking, exercising, whatever you're doing, fill the air with music that will move the heart of God and also that will move your heart to worship Him. If you want God to rain down blessings on you, bless His name. As the song goes, our praise goes up, your rain comes down. The sow and reap principle is always at work. No worship, no rain. Zechariah chapter 14 verse 17 says, If any of the peoples of the earth do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord Almighty, they will have no rain. No worship, no rain. So, worship, worship, worship. Bring in the felt presence of God into your homes and may the God of peace be with you all. Okay, God bless you. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.